hi to whatever stranger is sitting on the other side of the screen. Um, I made quite an impulsive decision. I was actually listening to a podcast and I was like, this is a really chill thing. And it doesn't seem that hard. I mean, you just talk for a few minutes, which honestly is something I'm never actually that quite good at. I'm not very good with words. I stumble a lot and stutter. I don't actually have a stutter. I just more so don't usually know what to say. It's very socially awkward. And in conversations with large groups, I am usually quiet. I think I'm more of a listener. So this is quite different for me. I usually just like to be in a large group of people or in a voice call if it's with some online friends. And I just usually like to listen. I can be talkative. But you know when people are like, oh, that's the introvert that once you get to know them, then they're only really loud and they talk a lot. For me, you have to get close to me and then I think I start to talk more. I mean, it really also does depend on the situation. If you catch me off guard or most of the time, if I'm in classes and I don't want to do my work, I do talk a lot. It's quite sporadic and most of the times I just like to listen to people. Even in like voice calls online, I usually just like to stay quiet, muted and just listen to everybody talking, interacting and having fun almost like it's a podcast. So it is really quite ironic that I'm deciding to do this and it's also I don't really know. I don't really know how this is going to go. Maybe I'm going to be more vulnerable. Or maybe I'm just going to try and be myself. You know? It's really quite strange. I'm just going to talk about whatever comes to my mind. And my train of thought is also pretty chaotic. Do you know when people are like, Oh, they're two-faced. That person, like, when they're with this other friend, they act super different. But if you think about it, when we're with a bunch of different groups of friends, don't we all kind of act a little bit different? I mean, we're not going to act the exact same. I feel like we just reveal different sides of ourselves, you know? Like, say I'm with a group of friends that really like Minecraft, you know? Obviously, I'm going to be more vocal about my interests for Minecraft and playing the video game or watching Twitch streams and whatnot. But if I'm with another group of friends that really like music, you know, I'm not really going to talk about Minecraft. In a similar way, if I'm with a group of friends that like to joke around, I would try and out that side of myself more but if I'm with another group of friends that likes to have more serious conversations and like I don't know maybe philosophical debates I'm not going to try and crack jokes 
So I feel like that two-faced thing only applies if it's with a bad intent, you know? Intents are really a really big thing. Say someone is purposely trying to be mean to someone else, but they show off a nicer side to the person they're being mean to, then that is being two-faced. But words are just so randomly chosen nowadays. Well, not so random, I would say more chosen sometimes in a way that they shouldn't be chosen here's a really big thing that's been on my mind recently labeling people as homophobic or racist any of those types of things and you know i try not to get too controversial but i mean i am just a voice on the internet right now oh also this is really random but no one's actually ever going to listen to this this is quite great i can just i hope this is a place where i can just talk about whatever i want you know things that i usually maybe can't talk about with my real life in real life friends and i can just yap on and on i'm just really talking to myself and you know if a stranger ever on the internet maybe i've died and it's a hundred years into the future and this is the only remnants of me left. I really think this will be quite an interesting project. And you know, maybe it won't even go for that long. I don't even think I'm going to do maybe 30 minute episodes, 20 minutes. Depends if I get tired. It is 10.39pm right now after all. Anyway, sorry about that. Back to what I was saying. With terms like homophobia and, and racism, we tend to label people as these things or say they say the episode. But if a kid who's, whose parents aren't educated, are quite ignorant, and then the things they tell the children are obviously going to be not the right things. But the kid grows up and goes around saying the Esler, not knowing the full history and meaning behind it. I think that whilst the action in itself is not going to, oh, it's, it's homophobic, the action of saying the Esler. But I think that kid's heart isn't homophobic. I think just uneducated. I think what would make them homophobic is that if someone were to then educate them, and they chose to say no. It's just a word. I'm going to keep saying it. Did you know things like that? People always say, don't say these slurs. Don't say this phrase. It's not good. But I also feel like when people say those things, a lot of the time it's meaningless. Because say a teacher or a random stranger on the street, or maybe even their boss says that word. Do you really think they would speak up? You know, I had a teacher once say the N-word. And I'm not a black American. I am 
a person of color, but I'm not a black American. And oh, there's nice music playing outside. I don't think my mic can pick it up, but it's actually quite nice. I feel like I'm in the Barbie movie. Anyway, as I was saying, after class, I called the teacher out, and while they were still uneducated and ignorant, and decided to not take into account anything I was saying, I was orig- I originally chose like asked some of my friends to come with me, and they were too scared to. And you know, I find this quite an interesting response because. The person who I asked to come with me, just for like moral support, you know, because I do get nervous talking to people quite a bit. They were very vocal. They had very similar political beliefs to me. But they said that they didn't want to confront the teacher who said the N-word because they were, they were worried about their reputation if this would affect their marks. So it really does make me wonder, like when Black Lives Matter was in the news a lot and it had the movement first started beginning everyone was talking about it and the thing is it should still be talked about right now but it seemed to me like it was only a six month phase and then now everyone's just gone quiet about it you know another thing is when people post things on their stories about consent about sexual assault about harassment in the workplace about um asian hate and police brutality all of these things right and i just think it's wonderful that i've just seen like such a big growth in people sharing these things i really do think it's good but then these same people will go hang out with their friends that preach the complete opposite. And it's just amusing. It's contradictory. I mean, can you really claim that you're not racist if you then go to your friend who is white and says the N-word? Are you really an ally of the LGBTQ plus community if you then go to a group of friends that will say slurs at people, like the F slur and the T slur at people? I mean, does it really make sense? But I guess people these days are just scared to speak up, which I get. And back to what I was saying earlier, I am usually a quiet person, but for a lot of things, I feel like I'm either really quiet or really loud. I am very much an all or nothing on the spectrum kind of person. I'm either super loud and talkative having fun with my close friends or if I'm with new people and there's other people around to keep a conversation going, I'll just sit and listen. 
But another circumstance where I would be more vocal is if, say I see someone doing something that I just don't think is right. And I have gotten into a lot of political debates, which I don't think is too preferable. But, you know, I feel like people always preach about wanting change, but they don't do anything about it. I mean, change has to start somewhere, you know? (laughs) Hey, you, on the other side of the screen, if anyone's even ever listening. I think that if you have the time to listen to this random stranger on the internet just blabbing on about whatever comes to their mind and you've gotten this far in then I feel like you're the chosen one I think you have it in you to help me make this change you know I mean here's your request if If you ever see anyone just saying something that you know is not right, speak up. Let your voice be heard. Even if you're a quiet, introverted person like me, I feel like, you know, you got this. I mean, there has to be a reason why you're here. Maybe, I don't even know. Oh gosh, if you're someone I know, that would be quite interesting but hey you're here you know oh here's another thing introverted people and extroverted people so many misconceptions about these things everyone always says oh introverted people are those that are shy and quiet and extroverted people are loud and talkative. But that is a misconception. Here's your little little knowledge for the day. You can be talkative, sociable and be introverted as well. What makes a person introverted and what makes a person extroverted is actually their energy when they hang around people. Extroverted people will bounce back the energy that they're given. Say if someone's really loud and energetic, they'll bounce that right back and be energetic and loud as well. And the difference with introverted people is if if someone's loud and energetic and talking a lot and being really sociable, their energy gets drained from that if they, for example, say try to match that or maybe if they're just hanging around too long. What makes someone introverted is that when they hang around people, their energy is drained. So this means that they also usually need to take time away to recharge. And obviously, I guess over the over the years or decades, people have begun to just see that recharging moment as shyness. Which I get, but, you know, what are you? Do you think you're introverted or extroverted? Or you could be an ambivert, which is someone who's kind of a mix of both. Maybe depends on the situation. You know, maybe if with a certain group of people, your energy gets drained, but with a certain 
group of other people, being around people gives you energy. That's an ambivert. I used to think when I was an ambivert, but I think over the years I've become increasingly introverted. I'm actually quite interested in personality tests, like the 16 personality test ones. I'm an INFP. I've got an INFJ a few times, so I think I've got a bit of the, is it judgment? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I actually keep a track of this stuff. Here, let me pull it up. It's quite amusing, actually. Um, okay, so I was INFP, 51% introverted. This was quite a few years ago, I think maybe two, three, then I took it again, I got ENFP, 51% extroverted, so I went from 51% introverted to 51% extroverted, and then I got INFJ, I couldn't remember what my introverted thing was, I think I forgot to record it, and then I got INFJ again, and I was 54% introverted, and then INFP, and then again, and then I was 60% introverted, I think recently, I think last year, I took it, I was INFP, again, turbulence mediator, turbulent of course, haha, um, 83% introverted. So yeah, I have become increasingly introverted. I don't know if that's a good thing, but you know, it is what it is. Oh, here's another observation I've noticed. Everyone is turbulent. And I don't know what it is with that. But I think it's perhaps to do something with how sporadic our generation is. And by our generation, I mean Gen Z. The only assertive person I've ever seen is... Everyone knows Dream, right? Minecraft, Manhunt. I've been watching, like, all of that Minecraft YouTube content for quite a few years now actually so dream is the only assertive person i know and i think he shared it once and his assertive was like over 90 percent i'm pretty sure actually crazy that man is cracked he is <laughs> good at the game he's just confident in himself and he probably knows it um i think Everyone in our generation just, I don't know, maybe it's the world around us, probably makes us doubt ourselves. We're pretty turbulent as a generation. But hey, Minecraft, YouTube, fandom. I've watched those videos forever. Actually, forever. I remember being introduced to it all. Here's the funny thing. Being introduced to it. Oh, I should probably have a format to this podcast, shouldn't I? It's quite... Quite... You know what? I'll just list all the topics in the title. <laughs> Who cares? No one's going to listen to it anyway. This is going to be fun. Maybe next podcast. I'll like write a plan. Probably should do that. Anyway, as I was saying, Minecraft YouTube and how I got into it. I remember playing Pop Tropica in year one, year two. That game was actually 
the stuff of heaven. I'm not even kidding. It was so fun. I think my brother introduced it to me. Sad thing. <laughs> I used to wish I was blonde. I remember making my avatar blonde and then wearing a pink and purple clothes. I think it kind of shows how messed up my childhood was. Like, I remember I just used to, used to be like, when I grow up, I'm going to dye my hair blonde and I'm going to go white. Anyway, back to the topic. Um, So I started playing a lot of Pop Tropica. And I remember one of my friends, who I'm still quite good friends with now. I've known them for a very long time. And they were like, oh, you play Pop Tropica and we're playing Pop Tropica. And they're like, yeah, I know this. I watched this person who's like absolutely cracked at the game. And they know... Um, he knows all of like all of like the tutorials and how to play it. Like he just plays for a few hours and then he just like bang, smack bang knows knows how to play the map and he's like cracked at the game. His name is Stink Noodles. You need to look at him. Stink Noodles. What an actual lad. So I went home that day and I maybe not that day. I don't know. Someday. I looked at Stink Noodles and I just started watching all of those pop tropical tutorials i have been watching stink noodles since 2012 do i watch a lot of his content now not so much but i've been subscribed to the lad for a long time well actually maybe not subscribed because i didn't actually get a gmail until a bit later on but i've known the lad for quite a while then after a while, I saw his Minecraft content, I think. I started watching Dan TDM when he had brown hair. I remember, like, watching those, like, sour lolly videos. And then I just remember, like, Dan the Diamond Minecart and, what is it, like, Treoris? Can't even remember. And Grim and the lab. And then one day, I was talking about Dan TDM. Um, I remember you said the biggest flex was having the same birthday as him. Anyway, um, and I remember one of my friends being like, oh, you watch Minecraft? And I was like, yeah, I watch like Dante M, Think Noodles. And they were like, oh, do you know Stampy? It's like Stampy Longhead or Long Nose. Stampy Longhead. And I was like, no, who's that? And they were like, um, oh, they play Minecraft too. And they have like this huge world with like a fun land. And I was like, oh, no, I watched Dan TDM. I like Dan TDM. Like, he has his, like, huge laboratory where he does, like, all these cool experiments. And this person was like, oh, no, but does Dan TDM have a fun land with, like, games everywhere? And it's, like, a theme park. And I remember just being hooked onto this. I was like, what is this fun land theme park? Dan TDM does not have this. Who is this Stampy Cat thing? And so I started watching Stampy for quite a while. And I remember, oh, it was actually, I watched them all, but Stampy was like such a joy. I think one of my fondest memories is like watching a video where they used like Iron Nuggets, I think, as tears. And I remember just laughing my head off at that video i don't even know where it is i it's probably still bookmarked but that was i don't even remember but then when like he released like is my channel dying video 
that was pretty sad and then high school started i think i was watching minecraft up until maybe like mid u7 so that was yeah um and then i think 2019 yeah at the beginning of 2019 i one day was on youtube and then i saw all these videos popping up on my recommended and i was like what is this i haven't watched minecraft in ages i forgot this was a thing it was like a whole bunch of trolling videos it was from skeppy and a lot of spifey as well i remember my first impression i listened to it and i was like their voices are so annoying i cannot with this but then the content was so interesting that I just kept on watching all of the trolling videos. And then eventually their voices just like grew on me. And I was like. I, I like got used to it. And I was like. Who is this? Who is this trolling Skeppy. And this bad boy Halo person. So then. I started getting into like the Skeppy and bad boy Halo. Minecraft YouTube fandom. And to this day. I still watch their content they're a good duo but um so after that i think i start i got discord and i joined bad's discord made a whole bunch of friends and then um through that um bad actually is very interactive with his community which i admire a lot even to this day even though the discord's a bit um, there's a lot of drama now, but I won't get into that. Um, so Bad was very interactive back then, especially back then when he was still actually quite small. And so he would join calls a lot and talk to a lot of people a lot more than he does now. And I made a whole bunch of friends through that. And Bad would also like talk a lot about this dream person. So it's actually weird because I discovered Dream through Bad. And then through Dream, I basically discovered everyone else. But, and so I've been watching Dream for quite a while as well. I still remember watching one of Dream's videos and he shouted out George. And I remember clicking onto George's channel and being like, who is this nerdy coder gamer person? It was pretty weird looking back at it and just seeing like my thought process of everything here's a cool little thing as well i actually met puns through bad and when i say i met puns i don't mean i met puns as in watching a twitch stream one day and oh he pops up on um dream smp or something no i mean i met puns as in i would play minecraft with him and stuff like that and we would like take screenings together and we would like be pretty interactive to the point where he like friended me on discord and he he streamed for a long time i don't think you guys realize how long puns has been streaming for i watched his streams and he would get average of around 20 to 30 viewers <laughs> i remember one time he hit 30 um not 30 sorry he hit like 100 like 90 to 100 viewers and all of us were freaking out. There was actually this other other person in chat called Sushi. And I remember us 
like being like, oh, who's going to be like the real sushi? Like the real consistent sushi one, sushi two. And then Hanzo's like, oh, it's fine. I'll like d- remember you guys. Um, he also used to like see me around in Minecraft a lot, which obviously doesn't happen a lot now because you know there's probably way too many people that would flock towards him if he was ever online. But I remember he used to go to me and be like, oh my god, sushi, your skin is so cute. Like, every time he saw me, and I was like, oh, puns. Like, if only you remember me now. I don't know. Maybe he still does remember him, me. Maybe he still does remember me. I do, I am friended, I am friended with him. I am friends with him on Discord. So, I do, like, every time he has a big milestone, I try to message him. But I've stopped doing it now because I don't want to fill up his DMs. Because I know he probably gets a lot. So I recently um, DM'd him, like, just saying congrats for the one mil on Twitter. And I looked back at our message history and to when I first started, like, congratulating him for milestones. And there was one for 200k on Twitter. And I don't know, it's just crazy how far he's grown. And I am really, really, like, happy for him. He's just, like, he's definitely worked his ass off to get there. And he definitely, definitely does deserve it. No, I guess another person who I admire a lot, and I know a lot of people are probably going to have a bone to pick with me, but Corpse, my husband, I think is just a really inspirational person. I admire how he's so vulnerable. He talks a lot about his like social anxiety. And how he, he even made a song called Agoraphobic. And I have agoraphobia as well. And sometimes when I go out in public, his music is like, he makes music that actually slaps. And his songs are like one of the only songs that I can like listen to when I'm like in a public place. Because of like how intense it is and like the like really heavy bass and like the beat and everything. It like s- distracts me a lot better than like my regular music taste. But like even with that I still get like pretty anxious. So I do usually go to like to go to public places with a friend that can distract me. <laughs> but yeah. But I really admire Corpse for like how far he's gone and he still has such an authentic voice. What I also like about him is how he's so anonymous. And I know that's a lot to do with his, um, I guess, his anxiety and self-consciousness which I relate to a lot and it makes me like hopeful that there can be content creators out there that you know although they'll be pressured every day to do a face reveal that their brand is to just not have a face reveal like that's not their entire brand but a strong part of it you know being faceless and you know if like I would like there to be more, like, faceless content creators that just, you know, it's okay for them to stay faceless and 
I don't know. I just think it's so amazing where you can get without ever having to show your face. You know, because people also say a lot, oh, if you ever want to start um, streaming on Twitch, like, do a face cam, you'll get more views. And while I do understand the, like, logistics of that, you know, I feel like it would be, being anonymous is cool. You can do a lot. You can be vulnerable. You can be open. And you, And one thing I like about it a lot as well is how you can you can still maintain that division between your private life and then your and your online life because say this right um dream he's doing a face reveal soon and right now in real life he probably can still like keep that side of him where he can just go to a grocery store go to a restaurant and just enjoy his day like an average human without a large really large following and fan base but when he does his face reveal that aspects can get taken away he's probably going to be a lot more wary going outside he's going to be stopped doing like his daily routine, not stopping it, but, like, he's going to be stopped while doing his daily routine a lot to take photos, which is great because, you know, like, it's good for content creators to show their appreciation to their fans. But, you know, he's never going to say, say he wants to just go outside, have some time to himself. He may never get that again because there's just always going to be like people shoving cameras in his face all the time you know and yeah I think being anonymous it lets you still have a large platform where you can show your voice and your perspective on things and make people happy and you know all that stuff but you you can still after you close your PC and step outside, you can still maintain that aspect of just living a normal life, which I think is a lot more important than people think. But yeah, anyway, that was quite a ramble. I don't know if anyone's ever going to sit through this, probably not, you know, maybe like 20 years from now, I'm hoping my goal is to have like at least one person listen to this entirely i mean i'm sure like at least like five people are going to click on this oh there's an eyelash in my eye that's not very nice you know maybe five people click on this listen to the first minute realize how (laughs) monotonous and all over the place this podcast is but you know if you made it through this i i appreciate you you know, you're a cool person. I hope whatever's on your mind that you can really sort through whatever emotions you're having. If there's anything distracting you. And, um, yeah. I mean, man, I don't want to DM me on Discord. Let's have a chat. Um, I'm Sushi RHH. Hashtag zero one autumn. But 
<laughs> I feel like it's going to be a long time. But, yeah, I think my aim of this podcast is just talk. To, like, just allow me talking to myself. And a lot of the times I don't get to share my thoughts and things like this because, I don't know, you know, life's just crazy. That's pretty crazy. I mean, what did I call this podcast? Crazy, weird, and wonderful. Yeah, life's pretty crazy. Weird, but there's a lot of wonderful things in it too. I hope you find what's wonderful in your life. Um, but yeah, my voice is getting tired now. My throat is starting to feel strained. So this went on for actually longer than I thought it would. It's like nearly 40 minutes. I can't believe I just talked for 40 minutes to myself. Non-stop. I mean, like, my thing did kind of crash. Audacity, which is what I'm using, by the way. Did crash halfway. But we're not going to talk about that. If there's, like, a random, like, audio change, you'll know why. But, uh, yeah. This is a really long ending. I'm sorry. Um... Good night, good morning, good afternoon. Hope you have a crazy, weird, wonderful day. Bye.